for the rest of the year. Republicans want liability shields for businesses from pandemic-related lawsuits. Democrats are pressing for an enforceable standard that would allow lawsuits. And Democrats would also allow $1 trillion for state and local governments, while the Republican plan allocates nothing to those governments. In weather today in Washington, it's 95 degrees under fair skies. In New York, 92 under fair skies from WPSW in Washington and WBAI in New York. I'm Sue Goodwin. Scarlock here for Your Rights at Work. Ed Smith and I are off this week. We'll be back next week with the latest labor news, guests, and updates, plus, of course, your calls about your rights on the job. Today, catch up on Tales of the Resistance, the radio serial we've been running from the wonderful San Francisco Mime Troupe, featuring political comedy, biting satire, and catchy original music. The stories are all about workers fighting back in creative ways, perfect for these days. Here are the first two episodes. We'll be back next week with the third. This is Radio Mime Troop, and welcome to Tales of the Resistance, a summer of original political comedy radio plays by the confusingly named, always radical, and never ever silent San Francisco Mime Troop. Join us for stories in four classic radio styles. Adventure, detective noir, horror, and science fiction. Every two weeks, we will be presenting one episode written, directed, and performed by Mind True veterans and dealing with the revolutionary issues of the day. And now, the San Francisco Mind True presents... If you've got a job that needs to be done, I'm your man. Just give me a call and I'll be there. Just ask... For Jade. But first, this word from our sponsor. Tales of the Resistance is brought to you by Nanacam from Nanacore. Before you get in a jam, get Nanacam. 911, what's your emergency? Yes, hello, operator. I've been burglarized. I'm sorry to hear that, ma'am. What's your address? I live at 227 Sunset Road, and the place is just a mess. I can see here there have been 17 burglaries in your area in the last two months. Oh, my... But can't the police do anything? It's hard for the police to track a criminal without Nanacam. Nanacam? Nanacam is designed to protect senior citizens like yourself who are often targeted for crimes. There's always someone hiding in the bushes or waiting around the corner to catch a defenseless elder unawares. Oh, dear. But even the boldest burglar knows to stop in his tracks when he sees Nanacam. His image will be recorded and sent directly to the police. But how does Nanacam know what to record? Nanacam's patented technology records all the time, whether you're relaxing on the porch or you've fallen on the stairs. Nanacam is ready to go, and it learns to detect through simple facial recognition who's a friendly visitor from down the street and who's an uninvited guest from the inner city. Sounds great! But I'm not so good at computers and things. I don't think I'll be able to set it up. No problem. Nanacam is straightforward and simple, no matter your age. You won't even need to call your grandkids for help. I only wish I had got one sooner. It's time for the action-packed adventures of the man who is always ready, Jade for Hire. This week's story, The Mystery of the Missing Worker. Come on, Jade, get your feet off the desk. Oh, Maddie, can't a guy relax? Does relaxing pay? Only spiritually. Well, spirituality doesn't pay the rent, Jade, and feet on the desk is no way to do business. She was leaning into my office, and in that knit dress, her body was like two servants of jello on a hot day. My body is what? You, you heard that? Did you say jello? Oh, 
I thought I was thinking. Well, next time, don't think so loud or report you for harassment. But everyone likes Jello. I thought to myself. You're still talking. She looked at me like I was the last clown in the Saint Stupid's Day Parade, and I wondered if I was talking out loud or thinking. Oh, I got a new lead for you. Okay, I thought. I'm thinking. But first. She tossed a folder on my desk with the gentle elegance of a cargo plane airdropping manure. Look this over. If you want to get paid, you better see what you can do with it. She left with the cool ease of a. You're talking again. Sorry. I looked through the folder. Inside was a resume, a picture, a guy's life. But the pages didn't tell how it ended for him. One day he's sitting behind his desk. The next, everything he had or was is gone, like he never existed, vanished. Like a white suburbanite smile when they see a black guy like me shopping in their local Whole Foods, and nobody seemed to care about it. What was his name? Top of the resume in bold letters, Derek. So the question was, what happened to this Derek that made his life fall apart? I decided to find out why. Cause my name is Jade, and I had nothing better to do. Last employer on the resume was listed as Amazon.com, so I decided to hit the streets. Hey there. The cop only stood five nine, but what he lacked in height, he made up for in neck. Can I help you? Well, I could use a hand destroying the institutional racism of our criminal justice system. Overthrowing the. Did I say that out loud? Yeah.、Uh, no, officer. I'm fine. I don't recall seeing you around here before. I work here, this building right here, every day. Really? He looked at me the way a hungry wolf looks at a helpless baby duck. Are you the baby duck? Cab, Mister. So I grabbed the cab. Hey, you. Where to, Mister? The offices of Jamazon dot com. Righto. And while we're on the highway, I thought about Jamazon dot com. Everybody's heard of Jamazon, one of the biggest companies in and delivers packages to the entire world. And their CEO, Chip Bonzo, the richest, smartest, baldest man in history. And Derek had been there from the start. Employee fourteen, software engineer, twenty-five years, and then they cut him off like last Tuesday's liverwurst. I like liverwurst. It's hard to get nowadays. I had to work on this thinking to myself thing. Yes, you do. The building was beige and bland, and looked like it was designed by art school androids. Half the sign said Amazon.com, and the other half said for lease. I went inside and right away was met with a human penis and a blue polo shirt and khakis. His name tag said, "Greg." Can I help you? Well, I am looking for some help establishing a workers' utopia. I, I beg your pardon. I'm also looking for information on someone who used to work here, Derek.、Uh, the name's Greg. Yeah, but I'm looking for Derek. It's on my name tag. I can see that.、Uh, we all have name tags. Is there someone else here I can talk to? You're looking for someone? Yes. Uh, then I'm the person to talk to. I'm Greg. I know everything about everyone here. It's my job. Information services. It says so on my name tag under my name. So you know everyone who works here. Yes. Can you tell me about Derek? Derek. 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 Yes. No. Damn. There used to be a Derek here, but that was before my time. How long have you been here?、Uh, six months. All of us have been here six months.、Uh, that's when they cleared the decks. Cleared the decks. Some of the workers had been getting a little out of alignment, as our CEO says. What does he mean? Oh, you know, talking out of shop, not being part of the team, setting fire to their desks, and not wearing their blue polos. That's why we're downsizing. The boss says it's easier to keep all us chickens safe if we're in a smaller coop. Safe from? Now, he said something so softly I couldn't understand it. What? It's still too soft. Did you say union? Shh. There are eyes and ears and noses everywhere. So the same old story: money, moolah, the long green, the stuff that makes the world go round when you're all out of love. They tried to organize. Organize. Don't say that word. This Derek was probably one of the traitors who betrayed the company with talk of.、Uh, <laughs> His fingers tangled like a ball of indecisive sausages. Did you say solidarity? Don't say that word either. Look, buddy. It's Greg. It's on my name tag. I just want to know if he left anything behind, something that might help me find him. He left nothing, nothing except an empty desk, a cup in the kitchenette, and the dream of a better life, 
a more equitable world, a place where workers are respected and... Oh, no! And round the corner came a security guard with a body by General Motors and a head by Micro Machines. What are you talking about? Nothing, nothing, I swear. I'm loyal. Loyal. I have not seen a penis shrivel that fast since Sister Mary Elizabeth walked into the boys' locker room at Our Lady of the Indecent Proposition. It was him. Can I help you? Well, I could use a hand convincing the foot soldiers of fascism that they should fight for the workers rather than for the corporate overlords. Foot soldiers? Yeah, I'm just looking for the coffee room. That's down the hall. I went down the hall and found the broom closet that served as a staff kitchen, surprising two co-workers whose privileged Caucasianality I interrupted. And seeing my dark face, they squirted out of the tiny room like the mayonnaise when you step on one of those little packages they give you with a sandwich. I scanned the room, and there, on the counter, behind the towering personalized Starbucks tankers, I saw one actual coffee cup. I picked it up. On one side was the company's smirking yellow logo, and on the other side was the name, Derek. Oh, I see you found it. Good. Take it if you want it. I don't want it. We don't want it. No one wants it. Take it before someone else gets hurt. I could see where some rough hands had stretched the neck of his polo shirt, so I decided to leave. I didn't want to get the little penis in more trouble. But as I was getting back in my cab... Hey, mister. Yeah? I do remember something one of the last people from the... Before times said about Derek. I don't think it will get me in any trouble to tell you. I I don't think so. What is it? It's about his coffee. What about it? He only drank one kind. What was it? Congo Black. Said he wanted to get in touch with his roots. We will return to Jade for Hire after this brief word from our sponsor. Are you tired of all the crime in your neighborhood? Can't sleep at night for fear of being robbed, vandalized, or worse? How about the smaller inconveniences? Uneven, narrow sidewalks that make you trip. Loud, rowdy groups of children with no respect. Maybe it's time for an alternative. Maybe it's time for... The Palms. The Palms. Spend your sunset years on a tropical beach. The Palms. Ease away your fears. It's just within your reach. At the Palms. The Palms is no ordinary nursing home. It feels as spacious as can be. I just love it. Due to recent events, the Palms has undergone a major overhaul, and you can get in on the ground floor. We have 60 years of experience providing quality care and a brand new staff. Best of all, we have plenty of open beds. Usually, there's stiff competition and long waiting lists for nursing homes. Not at the Palms. I like the Palms because they keep staff to a minimum. No pesky nurses bothering you at every minute of the day. You get care if you really need it, and you still have a sense of freedom. The Palms has just been equipped with state-of-the-art nanocams. This means staff can keep their distance, and the savings are passed along to you. I'm learning so much about technology. I only ever see my doctor through a screen. The Palms has life enrichment programs, like computer classes. And the food meets nutritional requirements. Oh, wait. <coughs> oh, sounds like there's about to be another open bed at the Palms. Call 1-800-GO-PALMS to book your virtual tour today. The Palms is not liable for loss of family members or infectious disease. All residents and immediate family members of the Palms are required to sign waivers and NDAs, agreeing to never communicate with press, ombudsman, or government officials about conditions or staffing. Don't wait. Call the Palms today. (laughs) And now, back to Jade for Hire. Congo Black. Same brand I drink. And only one coffee shop in town carries those beans. Welcome to Hilla Beans. What would you like? I'm looking for a guy. Try the bar down the block. Guy used to come in here, ordered special coffee beans. Congo Black. Oh, you mean Derek. You knew him? Nope, but I was the one that made up his order every week. One pound Congo Black every Sunday night. He liked my custom grind. 
The hair-knitted woman behind the counter was what you might call attractively middle-aged, but to the thirty-somethings that crowded the coffee shop, she was probably paleolithic. Oh, I didn't say that out loud, did I? Say what? Nothing. That Derek loved his coffee. Not like this crowd. Between you and me, these kids don't know squat for beans. We could use Coca-Cola and lima beans for all they know. Yeah, can you tell me about... Caffeine and sugar is all they want. Chocolate, minted, caramel, drizzled, pumpkin spice, frappadapadoos. I bet if you ate one of these kids, they'd taste like a honey-baked ham. And don't think I haven't thought about it. Really? Don't tell the manager. About Derek. Never saw him. He came in mornings. I drive for Uber Alice in the mornings. Uber? No, Uber Alice. It's like Uber, only with more discipline and uniforms. About his Sunday order. I ground it for him before I left. But once he lost his job... Yeah? Apparently, he'd just sit there in the corner all day, stop putting change in the tip jar. Guess he was getting hard up for money. Bread. Dough. Lettuce. Beans. Beans? It's a coffee shop. We call it beans. Anyway, he stopped coming in a while ago. It's too bad. He sounded like a nice guy. Any idea where he went? Like I said before, try the bar down the block. I stepped outside. The air was full of smoke. <laughs> another night, another uprising. Across the street were two cops in riot gear, and the cheap black armor made them look like bargain basement galactic stormtroopers. Hey, you! I tried to be nonchalant, but I still caught their eye. Can I help you? This was the third time today somebody with a badge had asked me if they could help me. But this time, when I thought how I'd like their help with smashing the police state, I made sure to keep it to myself. Where are you going? That bar. Where are you coming from? That coffee shop. Got all the answers, don't you? Oh, to those questions, yeah. Smart guy, huh? It's better than the alternative. Why, you? Just then, a white woman across the street leaned out of her window in a panic. Help! Help! I don't know what else she said, but I could just make out the words afraid and dark. <coughs> and the two knights in shining plastic ran off to save her. The dark. For all they knew, her refrigerator bulb had blown. But a white lady afraid of anything dark was enough for a rescue. Anyway, it got the cops out of my hair. The bar down the block had a neon sign, the end of the line. And from the looks of the crowd, a lot of people had already reached it. Look, brother. People don't come in here to be remembered. They come in here to forget. About my height, my build. You know how many of you guys come in here every night? His eyes gleamed as he cracked a crooked smile. What do you mean, a crooked smile? Uh-oh. My wife loves my smile. No, I, I didn't mean... What are you, a plastic surgeon? Going around making people feel self-conscious to drum up business? I'm sorry. How would you like it if I said he entered my bar and plopped his big butt on the bar stool like a dead jellyfish? I said I was sorry. Okay. But remember, two can play at that game. About Derek... I told you, I don't remember names or faces. But sometimes, a few of them talk together in that corner. Them? You know, your kind. Brother. Talked about what? I'm not racist, but it's like your people want things handed to them on a silver platter. Whining about how things used to be better. How two jobs for a couple used to be enough. How the government used to not be a joke. How it used to look out for folks. The social contract. The socialist what? Government of the people, by the people, and for the people. You sound like some kind of red. It's the Gettysburg Address. I don't care whose address it is. This is a great country. Gave me everything I have. When I first came here, Listen. I fought for this country. So did I. And then I was a cop. Twenty years. Okay. And don't look at me like that. I wasn't one of those racist cops you hear about. I'm sure you weren't. I was a good cop. This guy, Derek, he had just lost his job. And that's another thing. You people complaining about jobs. I'm not racist, but there's an honest job for any American willing to work. Hell, two jobs. Three. So, he was talking politics. I told you. And this time I do have a glint in my eye and a crooked smile. You all kind of look alike to me. I looked at him, and I wondered if he'd learned to fear black people after he got to this country, or if it was before he'd ever met one. I can hear you. I know. I stepped out of the bar. A crowd was starting to gather in the street. 
Another protest. I wondered what it was about this time. Police brutality? Someone busting a union? Corrupt cops or politicians? Power and money, I thought. Power and money. Land of the free. Raise up your fist if you want it to be. Home of the brave. Take to the streets if you are. But I was still no closer to figuring out what happened to Derek than when I started. The guy, like so many people, just trying to live, trying to pay his bills, and to have some dignity. Sure, he sounded like a leftist, but to get dropped out of society like a worn-out shoe. <sighs> I decided to go back to the office. I still didn't have enough to find out why Derek's life fell apart, but I was tired. The sun was going down faster than the stock market when peace breaks out. But when I got to the office, it was like spring cleaning. All my papers were boxed and on the floor. And some other guy was working at my desk. Hey, Maddie, what gives? Time's up, Jade. Time's up? Your weeks. You only get eight weeks, and eight weeks ends today. I just need a little more time. I held Derek's resume up to her. And she took it the way you pick underwear off the clothesline when you realize they still have stains. Time is the one thing you ain't got more of, Derek Jade. And I told you, Derek, you gotta add to your resume. 25 years at Jamazon? Nobody wants to hear that. Jazz it up and vent some startup or something. This ain't getting you a job anywhere. But my office... It ain't your office, Derek. Corporations pay us to let laid-off workers like you use our space to job hunt, and Jamazon only paid for eight after they let you go. Maddie! Now scram before I call security. So that's it. That's it. Well, in that case... And I left her with all my useless resumes and leads and paperwork. Hey, you can't leave this here. Just watch me, Jello lady, I thought to myself. I heard that. Yeah, I'm the guy I was looking for. The guy nobody remembered, Derek Jade, the missing worker. A laid-off software engineer with a head full of numbers and a bank account full of zeros. That's me. I'd given my best years to Jamazon, and they didn't give a damn about me. <laughs> Never had. I stepped out into another night of unemployment. I realized this country saw me the same way the cop across the street was looking at me now. Hey, buddy. And I realized... If the people can't make it with the current system, it's not the people that have to change. It's the system. Can I help you? I could use some help starting a revolution. Uh, what? Cab, mister? Hey! Where to, mister? The name's Derek. Oh, they call me Red. Well, it's nice to meet you, Red. Take me... I don't know. Wait a minute. What? Take me to Jamazon.com. Now they'll be closed. That's okay, I can wait. I got a little unfinished business. Okay. I didn't know where else to go. But I did know I wanted a little payback from the place that dumped me out like last night's coffee, yesterday's sushi, like... Like last week's liverwurst. I didn't know what I was going to do. But I'd figure that out later. I had time. Because I'm Derek Jade. And I'm not a private detective, but... I got nothing better to do. You said that out loud. I know. Join us next time for the thrilling conclusion of Jade for Hire when Derek Jade says... A computer, a bunch of people who don't want to go out to shop, and a convenient little thing called the Internet. It don't sound that dangerous, but when you put them all together, they can spell murder of a union. Jade for Hire is written by Michael Jean Sullivan, directed by Valina Brown. Commercials written by Marie Cartier. Music and lyrics by Daniel Savio. Music produced by Dred Scott. Woodwinds by Dylan Jennings. Audio engineering and sound design by Taylor Gonzalez. This episode of Jade for Hire starred Valina Brown as Maddie, Andre Amaratico as Greg, Lizzie Calagero as Red the Cabbie, Keiko Shimasato Carrero as the barista. Brian Rivera as Primo the Bartender, with additional voices by Marie Cartier, Daniel Savio, and Marissa Ellison, with me, Almost Glick, your announcer, and starring Michael Gene Sullivan as Jade for Hire. And remember, folks. Doot, doot, doot.
We're always watching over you, Nanacorp and Uncle Sam. Old Uncle Sam. There's nothing more you have to do. Now you've got your Nanacam. Now I've got my Nanacam. You're listening to Your Rights at Work. I'm your host, Chris Garlock. Ed Smith and I are off this week, so we're re-airing the first two episodes of Tales of the Resistance, the radio serial we've been running from the wonderful San Francisco mime troupe, featuring stories about workers fighting back in creative ways, told with the mime troupe's signature political comedy, biting satire, and catchy original music. Here's episode two. is Radio Mime Troop, and welcome to Tales of the Resistance, a summer of original political comedy radio plays by the confusingly named, always radical, and never ever silent San Francisco Mime Troop. Join us for stories in four classic radio styles, adventure, detective noir, horror, and science fiction. Every two weeks, we will be presenting one episode written, directed, and performed by Mime True veterans and dealing with the revolutionary issues of the day. And now, friends, the San Francisco Mime True presents the heartwarming adventures of... Paging Nurse Terse, Paging Nurse Terse. That's right, it's novice nurse Susie Terse, everyone's favorite tell-it-like-it-is healthcare worker. Brought to you by... Hey, this is Ali with a Y. And this is Becky with an I. And this is... Girl, girl Moments! With a bunch of R's and a Z. All right, girl. As you know, there's been a lot going on lately. Tell me about it. Plagues, riots, and I haven't been to the nail salon in months. Stressful. Well, let me tell you about a subscription box that will revolutionize your life. Girl, I love a subscription box. It's like Christmas every month. I know. Like, I don't even care what's in it. Just send me some crap. Sure. Except the Nirvana box from Moop is designed for you to de-stress, relax, and live your best life. Love. For just $59.99, you get one bespoke Nirvana box per month. Each Nirvana box has a hand-picked selection of Nirvana tokens to create an immersive detoxification experience. Nirvana tokens? Yeah. So, like, crystals? We're talking crystals. We're talking tea. We're talking bubble bath. We're talking candles. All curated by experts. Yes, but experts in what? You know, spiritual stuff. Cool. So... Spiritual stuff from a specific culture or religion? Becky, the Nirvana box is universal, and it's only $59.99 per month. Don't you want to have an immersive detoxification experience? Of course I do. And don't you agree that self-care is essential? Right, self-care. And when you think about what you're getting, $59.99 per month is actually cheap AF. What better way to spend your money? Well, I heard about this great relief organization that's accepting donations, and I was thinking that I could... Becky! Becky, Becky, you can't help others until you help yourself. Put on your own oxygen mask first, girl. You're right, Allie. I'm sorry. All this stress has me thinking all wrong. Well, you know it can fix that. The Nirvana box from Moop? You've got it, girl. Self-care. This has been a girl moment. Bye. And now it's time for novice nurse Susie Terse. Novice nurse Susie Terse, with speed she'll proceed. No need to rehearse. A rock that you can rely on when bad goes to worse. She's no nonsense soul. Nurse Susie Terse. This week's episode, The Price of infection. When we last left novice nurse Susie Terse, it was mere days after her graduation from City Nursing School, and she was beginning her career at City Hospital. But now, talking with her good friend, ambulance driver Sparks, nurse Susie is concerned. I'm concerned, Sparks. What about, Susie? It's mere days since I graduated from City Nursing School, and I already feel like I'm on the front lines of a war. Well, gosh, Susie, I guess you are. Having the health of so many people compromised by COVID-19. COVID-19. 
COVID-19, the viral pandemic that had swept the world. And the CDC says, with the sudden influx of citizens exhibiting symptoms... Getting sick. It is important all healthcare providers give support... Help. ...to people with the severe acute respiratory syndrome called... COVID-19. 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 The reason Nurse Susie had been rushed into service. And I heard the president on the news and he said... Lies. What? He lied. But he's the president. You can't just say he lied. I just said it. But... The man is a liar and a fool. But... Why waste time considering which are untruths and which are stupidities when we should be listening to reason and science? Wow. You really don't mince words. If more people just said what they meant and expected the same of others, the world would be a more honest place. I guess. He's also a racist. Heck, everyone knows that. Susie! Well, hi there, Marcus. Nurse Terse. Mr. Shipman, how is little Marcus doing? Swell, thanks to you. Now, I know my son should not have been climbing that tree. But me and the gang were playing superheroes. You're not a superhero, Marcus. You're just a little boy. Aw, gee. But if you want to grow up to be a superhero, you'll have to be careful until your superpowers kick in. Really? That's right. Okay, I'll be careful from now on. And I wanted to thank you for keeping an eye on him since his mother and I couldn't visit the hospital because of COVID-19. 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 Paging nurse Terrace, report to Administrator Johnson's office. I better go. See ya, Susie! And Nurse Terse, about the insurance, uh, where do I... Uh... Don't worry, Mr. Shipman. It's all taken care of. Thank you, Nurse Terse. Bye! Don't forget your mask! Aw, that was sweet. But what about being honest and just saying what you mean? I told him he wasn't a superhero and that he should be careful. He isn't, and he should be. But you sounded so... nice. What's your point? Nothing. Paging Nurse Terrace, report to Administrator Johnson's office. Ah, Nurse Terrace, won't you take a seat? No. Ah, yes. Well, I wanted to talk to you about an incident involving you and a patient, a Mrs. Henderson. Yes? According to our witnesses, Mrs. Henderson came to our emergency room with a laceration to the forehead. She slipped in the shower. And you treated her? Yes. Yet when you finished with her, her contact information went missing, making it impossible for us to bill her for our services. She didn't have insurance, and her bill would have been thousands of dollars for a couple of stitches. This seems to happen a lot with your patients. Yes, it does. Aha! Aha what? You admit you helped Mrs. Henderson by deleting her information? I didn't admit that. So you didn't do it? No, I did. You just hadn't asked me about it yet. Aha! I wasn't hiding it. Why did you do it? An inability to pay should never come between a patient and their health care. This hospital never refuses any patient. How many sick and injured people don't even come to the hospital because they know they won't be able to afford the bill? Look, we all want to help. No, I want to help. You're here for the money. That's not true. Yes, it is. You can't just say that. I just did. Do you know what is needed to run a hospital? A medical staff, a medical support staff, and supplies. Yes, well... What it doesn't need is a profit margin. You can't say that. I just said it. Well, stop saying it. The fact is that by deleting records, you, in effect, stole from this hospital. I paid for it. You what? The actual cost of Mrs. Henderson's treatment was $87.53. That's what it cost us. That's what I paid. It's not about how much it actually costs. It's about the hospital being prepared to do everything. That's ridiculous. It's the way it is. That's like going to a restaurant, ordering one thing, and then being charged for the entire menu because the chef was prepared to cook everything. Look here, young lady. But there is one thing that could help us deal with all the Mrs. Hendersons and all the little Marcuses of the world, and maybe even this pandemic of COVID-19. COVID-19. COVID-19, a disease for which there was no cure and no vaccine. What could possibly help with all of that? National health care. National health care? National health care, just like the other top 50 industrialized countries of the world. The only way to take care of our national health is to pay for it with our own common wealth. And if we want to look out for our national welfare, the easiest way is with national health care. 
a healthcare system built for healthcare rather than profit. Medications, births, operations, emergencies. Free, free, free. Stop saying free. Free. If we weren't low on nurses right now, I would have you fired. Well, you are, so you can't. You'll regret this, Nurse Terse. No, I won't. Get out. Nurse Susie left Administrator Johnson's office more determined than ever to help the sick and needy. But then she saw good Dr. Janice in the hall, struggling with the patient. Ah, I don't care. You ain't sticking me again. What's the problem, Dr. Janice? I just need a blood sample. The problem is this quack is trying to drain me dry. I am not a quack. A quack and a vampire. You're a quackpire. Oh, shut up. Hey, you can't talk to me like that. I just did. Oh. Mr. Bowman came in last week for his annual blood work. I got the cholesterol. But the test showed he'd also been exposed to COVID-19. 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 With his viral load, he should be near death. Yet here he is and with no symptoms. No symptoms? How can that be? He must have some sort of natural immunity. Immunity? Something in his blood that protects him from the disease. I know what immunity means. I'm a nurse. Of course. Sorry. But if we could isolate what protects him, it could be a first step to finding a vaccine. Is it possible? Anything is possible, Nurse Terse, with reason and science. Aw, that's a lot of hooey. Vaccines. You ain't taking my blood to make none of your voodoo. Mr. Bowman, are you an idiot? Nurse Terse. He seems like an idiot. Look here, young lady. You don't believe in vaccines. My cousin Jim showed me a video on YouTube that said vaccines are all just a conspiracy of doctors and governments and nurses and Bill Gates and... Uh, Why would we do that? To infect us all. Why? So we'll be sick. Why? So we'll have to go to the hospital? But you're already at the hospital. I got the cholesterol. You think we're conspiring to make you sick, but when you feel bad or hurt, you suddenly trust us to cure you. Yes? If we wanted to, we could kill you right now. What? She doesn't mean that. We could. We won't. But we could. And do you know why we won't? Because it's against the law? Because we're here to help you. Do you seriously think that I went through nursing school or that good Dr. Janice became a doctor just so that we could make you sick? Well, Cousin Jim said... The same people who call us mad scientist criminals one day put their lives in our hands the next. That's what an idiot would do. So, are you an idiot? Well, when you put it that way... Now give us your blood. Yes, yes. He has it. We need it. What more is there to say? You can't be so... Abrupt. It's a pandemic. No time to beat around the bush. She has a point. Would you please hold out your arm? Ow! Did that actually hurt? No. And there we are. Thank you for your cooperation. Oh, you're welcome. And since I'm already here, do you have a vaccination clinic? First floor, follow the signs. Thanks. And in the future, don't believe anything you see on YouTube without the confirmation of reason, reason and, and science. science. Ah. What now, Doctor? The lab here at City Hospital can't handle a job like this, and Crosstown Medical Lab is all the way... Across town? But wait, there is that new research lab. You mean Didymus Medical Labs? Yes, that's the one. I... we can't go there. Why not? It would be a conflict of interest. Why? Because the founder of Didymus Labs is my twin sister. Your twin sister? Yes. We both came to this country to study medicine, but after we graduated, I, I wanted to help the sick and suffering, while she decided to go into research because... Because... Because that's where the money is. So she's evil. You can't just say that. I just said it. She's brilliant. But I don't want to put the fate of humanity into the hands of someone who is just in medicine for the profit. So we'll have to take it to Crosstown Labs. It's just across town. But it has to go right away. And I... I still have patients to see. Could you, Nurse Terse, 
Could you, you nurse Susie, you take this precious vial of blood to Crosstown Labs for me? Of course, Dr. Janice. I'd do anything to help our patients, and anything in the name of reason, reason and, and science. science. Just sign here, and here, and here. And now for transportation. Hey, Sparks. Hey, Dr. Janice. Can you take Nurse Terse to the Crosstown Medical Lab right away? Sure thing, Doc. I'll fire up number thirty-two. Number thirty-two. Come on, Susie. Oh,、uh, wait. What? Didn't number fifty-seven just get repaired? Yeah. So it's in great shape and should get you there in a flash. Hey, that's right. Good old number fifty-seven. Let's go, Sparks. Goodbye, Doctor Janice. You can trust me. We will return to novice nurse Susie Terse after this brief message from. Hey, everybody! This is Allie with a Y, and this is Becky with an I, and we're bringing you another girl, girl moment. How are you feeling, Becky? So much better, Allie. I used the tantric singing crystal from my Nirvana box for Moop, and now I am all good. So. Let me lay out a little scenario. Lay it on me, girl. You've just colored your hair in the cutest way, so naturally you weren't supposed to pick. Naturally. But then some kind of tragedy hits the national news. You mean like a mass shooting or a police murder? That's what I mean, girl. You can't post your cute hair now. You'll seem like a jerk. I know, and you have to say something about the tragedy too, because silence is complicity or whatever. Oh, but it's so awkward. I never know what to say. Me neither. That's why I started using this new app called Ally. Oh my God, that's just like your name, Ally. Ally. No, Becky. My name has one L and a Y. Ally has two Ls and a Y. God. Oh. Anyway, Ally auto generates status updates that show you're pretty woke without actually challenging anyone's worldview. Okay, so you'll acknowledge how tragic it is, but won't demand any kind of systemic change. Right. Unless systemic change is trending, then Ally will water down demands for systemic change so they're palatable to a wider audience. So defund the police becomes hire like one more social worker. You got it. Ally makes sure your post gets likes, but this is key: you won't get comments. Thank God, I am not here for starting a dialogue. No, you don't want to set off your conservative followers, but you also don't want to get called out by your liberal followers. This is America. All followers are created equal. So get Ally and make allyship as easy as the push of a button. This has been your girl moment. Bye. And now we return to novice nurse Susie Terse. As you recall, Doctor Janice had just sent Nurse Susie and Sparks on an urgent mission to deliver a specimen to the Crosstown Medical Lab, which is all the way across town. And our two heroes had sped away into the late afternoon. So this must be a pretty important delivery, eh, Susie? Yes, it is, Sparks. Maybe the most important delivery of my career so far. But you've only been a nurse for mere days. What's your point? Nothing. This is our chance to be part of making the world a healthier place. Not everybody wants to be helped. No masks, no sheltering in place. A lot of people think they can take care of themselves. Healthcare should not be left to pride and self-reliance. We have to use our brains and side with reason and science. But suddenly, as our two heroes drove quickly but carefully through the streets, there seemed to be something wrong with Ambulance Fifty Seven. Hey, there seems to be something wrong with Ambulance Fifty Seven. What is it? I don't know. It seems like we're out of gas. Out of gas? But she just came out of the shop. I can't figure it. Can I give you a lift? Next to the ambulance, a sleek black sports car had silently come to a stop. The tinted window had been lowered, and in the car, Nurse Susie could see Doctor Janice. I thought you couldn't leave the hospital. Oh, I found a way. What about your patients? Don't worry about them. Just get in. We don't have much time. I'll stay here and see if I can get number fifty-seven started. Get in. Sure was lucky you came along. 
Wasn't it, though? Do you really think this blood can make a difference? If we can manufacture a vaccine, everyone in the world will want it. If only all medicine could be as straightforward as vaccines. Come to the hospital, roll up your sleeve, get a shot, and all for free. Free? That's what it would be like if we had national health care. National health care. National health care. Socialized medicine. Uh, Medicare for all. It doesn't matter what it's called, as long as it puts health first. But what about doctors like me and... And nurses like you. Shouldn't we be able to make some money? Profit and medicine don't mix. They don't? No. Oh. Our goal is to help the sick and needy, not line the pockets of the greedy. Right. And in the face of corruption, we show defiance because we are the servants of reason and... What? And... What? And... That's why we want everyone to get the best possible care for a price everyone can afford. Free! Free. Doesn't that sound great? Dr. Janice's sister? How... how did you know? I'm not stupid. Drat! You drained the gas from number 57. No, I didn't. You're lying. You can't say that. I just said it. Drat! Nurse Terrace. Do you know how much money a vaccine would be worth? Millions! Tens of millions! Hundreds of millions. Every country will have to pay whoever patents the vaccine. Governments will pay through the nose so their sniffling citizens can feel safe. But this disease doesn't just attack the lungs. It gets into your liver and it clots your blood. The hundreds of millions of dollars governments pay you could be used to pay for health care for everyone, including patients of COVID-19. COVID-19. COVID-19! Cutting! Well, supply and demand, my dear Nurse Terse. The people will get vaccinated and me and my stockholders will get rich. But our elected representatives... Oh, you naive child. Who do you think my biggest stockholders are? So you're the villain. I'm a capitalist. Same thing. You can't just say that. I just did. It's more complex than that. No, it's not. You make elected officials rich, and in return, they block legislation that would help people. You make it sound like bribery. It is. You can't just say that. I just said it. You... You're infuriating! Watch where you're driving! I am not the villain! Slow down! I'm the ideal medical capitalist! Look out! What... What happened? You hit a police car. Why would a police car be parked in the middle of the street? I don't care as long as it gives me a chance to get away from you! Hey! Stop! Come back here! And so Nurse Susie escaped the diabolical clutches of Dr. Janice's evil twin, Dr. Janice. But what was going on? Why would a police car be stopped in the middle of the street? Of course, a protest march. Tens of thousands of protesters in the streets, demanding change, demanding justice, demanding an end to white supremacy forever. Land of the free. Raise up your fist if you want it to be Home of the brave Take to the streets if you are Slavery's chains Have never been broken The board still remains And though Nurse Susie agreed with their fight for an equitable society, right now she had a mission to get across town to the Crosstown Medical Lab. Uh, Excuse me. Please, let me through. Please. I've got to get across town. Hey, look, a nurse. A frontline fighter. Thank you. Thank you for what you do. Thank you. And thank you all for wearing masks, but I really have to... Here they come, boys. Let them have it.
It was a peaceful protest. They don't want it peaceful. I can't see. My eyes are burning. He was between us and the cops. He got the worst of the gas. Ah, it's all dark. All I can see is dark. Okay, boys, give him another volley. No. I can help you. I'm a nurse. Thank you. Oh, thank you. We gotta get you out of here. Can anyone help me? This guy's been gassed. I can help. Give me your arm, Mister. Oh, I can't see. You gotta wash his eyes out. M- my house. It's only a few blocks away. I should take care of him. Take him to his home. But I'm on an important mission for reason and science. But he's injured, and I, I am a nurse. Oh, what? What shall I do? I can take him. You can? Sure. Come on, Mister. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, you! Me? You're under arrest. But you can't arrest me. I'm on a mission. I'm Nurse Terse. I don't care if you're Dr. Pepper. You're under arrest. For what? Failing to disperse. But I wasn't gathered. Then resisting arrest. You're only saying I'm resisting as a justification to brutalize me. You can't say that. I just said it. Okay, all of you, sit down. Put your hands up. But I have an important delivery to make across town. Then you shouldn't have been marching with these cop-hating commies. But the blood sample, the vaccine, what will happen? What will happen? Will Nurse Susie make it across town in time? Or will she be arrested, jailed as a cop-hating commie? And what about COVID-19? COVID-19? COVID-19! And what about Dr. Janice's evil twin sister, Dr. Janice? Can anyone stop her corrupt capitalist COVID conspiracy? Can anyone deliver the blood sample in time? Can anyone save the day? I can! You can't just say that! I just said it! Novice Nurse Susie Terse is written by Michael Jean Sullivan with commercials written by Marie Cartier. Susie Terse is directed by Valina Brown. Music and lyrics by Daniel Savio. Musical production by Dred Scott. Woodwinds by Dylan Jennings. And audio engineering and sound design by Taylor Gonzalez. Lisa Hori Garcia stars as Susie with Keiko Shimasano Carrero as Sparks, Andre Amaradico as Administrator Johnson, and Lizzie Calagero as Dr. Janice and Dr. Janice. Also appearing were Brian Rivera as Mr. Bowman and the tear gas victim, Valina Brown as the helpful protester, Marie Cartier as Marcus and the loud protester, Michael Jean Sullivan as Mr. Shipman and the police captain, with additional voices by Marissa Allison and Jillian Eichenberger. And so, make sure to tune in again so you won't miss the next thrilling episode of Novice Nurse Susie Terse. In two weeks, we'll bring you the psychological, political horror of Fear of the Dark. (laughs) Episode 1, The Good Cop. the San Francisco Mime Troupe, and for the past 60 years, we have been doing political musical comedies for anybody who will listen. The Mime Troupe is a worker-run, multi-ethnic, multi-generational collective of activist artists committed to overthrowing capitalism one musical comedy at a time. And one of these days, we will get it right. Each summer, we tour our shows at a price every member of the working class can afford. Free. But with theaters and parks closed, protesters in the streets, tear gas in the air, and what could be America's last election looming on the horizon, the Mime Troop needed to make sure our message of art, activism, and revolution was part of the resistance. And nothing says revolutionary fervor like radio plays. And for those wondering how a radical theater can survive these capitalist times, it's because of you. The Mime Troop doesn't take corporate sponsorship. You'll never see the AT&T or Comcast Mime Troop. How could we show the hypocrisies of capitalism if we were in bed with the capitalists? So instead, we are in bed with you, our fellow workers. Let's snuggle. And after that, you can support the troop by visiting our website, sfmt.org. Also, learn about the limited-time Vimeo release of our critically acclaimed 2015 show about police brutality, Freedom Land. 
Thank you to the San Francisco Arts Commission, SF Grants for the Arts, California Arts Council, USPPP, the Flyshacker Foundation, the Bernard Osher Foundation, the Zellerbach Family Foundation, the Don Stevens and Nicole Bellotti Laugh and Love Fund, this public radio station, and listeners like you. We'll be here in two weeks for more Tales of the Resistance. This is Chris Garlock. You've been listening to Tales of the Resistance on Your Rights at Work. Hope you've enjoyed the first two episodes of the radio serial we've been running from the... For WPFW Washington and WBAI New York, I'm Askiya Mohammed. Here are some headlines. The U.S. economy shrank 9.5% from April through June, the largest quarterly decline since the government began publishing data 70 years ago, and the latest sobering reflection of the pandemic's economic devastation. The second quarter report on gross domestic product covers some of the economy's worst weeks in living memory when commercial activity ground to a halt. Millions of Americans lost their jobs and the nation went into lockdown. And economists say the data should also serve as a cautionary tale for what's at stake if the economy recovery slips away, especially as rising coronavirus cases in some states have forced businesses to close once again. GDP shrank at an annual rate of 32.9%, according to the Bureau of Economic Analysis. While it usually stresses the annualized rate, that figure is less useful this quarter because the economy is unlikely to experience another collapse like it did in the second quarter. In an extraordinary tweet today, President Trump for the first time floated the idea of delaying November's election as he continued to make unfounded claims that mail-in voting will lead to fraud. Election Day takes place on the Tuesday after the first Monday in November, as determined by federal law. Moving the date would require an act of Congress. The number of reported cases of coronavirus in the United States now stands at over 4.4 million. More than 150,000 people have died in the U.S. from coronavirus. 17 million cases have been reported worldwide with 667,000 deaths. More than 70,000 new cases were reported yesterday in the United States and over 1,400 deaths. The Johns Hopkins University Center for Health Security released a report Wednesday stating that the United States needed to reset its response at every level to get control of the pandemic. The report includes 10 recommendations that include universal mask mandates, and in places where rates of transmission are worsening, stay-at-home orders. Herman Cain, the one-time Republican presidential candidate and prominent businessman, has died a month after he was hospitalized with COVID-19. As chair of Black Voices for Trump, Cain was a vocal supporter. He attended Trump's controversial re-election rally in Oklahoma in June, shortly before being diagnosed with the coronavirus. Texas Republican Congress member Louis Gohmert tested positive for the coronavirus Wednesday after he consistently refused to wear a mask in the U.S. Capitol, including at a committee meeting Tuesday where Attorney General William Barr gave testimony. Gohmert's diagnosis came after he was tested by the White House ahead of a planned trip to West Texas with Trump aboard Air Force One. A quarter million people in the DMV could be thrown into hunger because of the pandemic, according to a new report from the Capital Area Food Bank. The organization's Hunger Report 2020 predicts a 48 to 60 percent jump in those who are food insecure in the coming year, after five straight years of decreases. Since the beginning of the pandemic, the food has experienced a 70% reduction in donated food at the bank, and about half of the bank's 450 partner groups have closed. Fairfax and Montgomery counties have seen the highest rate of growth in food insecurity. D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser announced today that 
D.C. public schools are going all virtual starting August 31st. Deputy Mayor of Education Paul Keene said the entire first term, which lasts through Friday, November 6th, will be held completely online. 